Militarily Speaking, Episode 12, Andrea Dinesen, Executive Vice President for Communications and Operations at the Association of Military Banks of America. This episode, we talk with Andrea Dinesen. Welcome to Militarily Speaking, brought to you by Armed Forces Bank. This is Tom McLean, along with my jovial co-host, Jody Vickery. I never know what adjective is going to pop out, but I kind of like jovial. Before you go on, you're going to ask her some questions, right? Andy, we're going to ask you some questions, but I got a little something for you, okay? We didn't even get to the intro part yet. Well, this is kind of my segue before you get into the intro. Do you want to do an intro? Yeah, introduce her, and then I'm going to add some tidbits about Andy. Let's do that. Okay. Again, welcome to our show. We're excited to have you listening and learning about the Association of Military Banks of America. We're going to call it AMBA for short today and how they support military communities. I'm going to introduce our guest who has been kind enough to join us and tolerate Tom for the next 20 minutes. (laughs) Andia supports all aspects of communications, operations, and programs with a focus on providing financial readiness support to the military and veteran community through AMBA member banks. She maintains and manages the Veterans Benefit Banking Program, which I think we're going to hear more about as part of this podcast today, a partnership between AMBA and the Veterans Benefit Administration. She is an accredited financial counselor, a member of the Military Saves Advisory Board, and has a Master of Science in Personal Financial Planning from Kansas State University. Andea has relocated with her family to nine, count them, nine installations since 2000, including two overseas assignments, and she now resides in Washington, D.C., in that area with her family. Well, I have to pick your brain here in a little bit, Andy, about K-State. That's where one of my kiddos thinks he wants to go. Very nice. But yeah, welcome. So Tom and I are really happy you have joined us today. Before we launch into questions, I want to give Tom the floor because he is, if you could see him, you'd know he is chomping at the bit to say something that may or may not be important. Or appropriate. Or appropriate. You mentioned that she and her family live in DC, right? Do you want to hear a little bit more about her family? Oh, gosh. Be afraid. So I am. Your husband, Ian, is an Air Force colonel and works for the Air Force Inspector General. Yep. Right? He just relinquished command at, of Security Forces Group at Andrews Air Force Base in Maryland. You have a daughter, Mackenzie, right? She's a yep. sophomore at MIT on a four-year Air Force ROTC scholarship. Congratulations to her. That's amazing. And, and you have a younger daughter, Mina. Is it Mina? Mina, Yep. She's a high school senior and is now taller than Andy. Is that right? She's like six foot. She is six feet. Do you know? Do you know that Jody has a daughter that's relatively tall? Right? She's plays She's basketball. Foot. She's yeah. thirteen. Nice. They have so- something in common, yeah. right? Yeah. And we both have seniors. Very cool. Wait, there's there's more. So your sister is a DOD dependent schools teacher at Aviano Air Base in Italy. She is. And here's a funny tidbit. You have a niece named Andia. Is that right? I do. Isn't that weird? But you call her Andia, Andia Lou, like Andy Andia Lou who from How the Grinch Stole Christmas? All right. Yeah. Oh, Andy Lou. Okay. <laughs> I love that you know all that. Man, you've been digging. It's <laughs> <laughs> not creepy have, at all. <laughs> hey, have you been to Italy? I have. We went there for their wedding. So my sister, Amy, married an Italian national. And so... We went there when they got married. It was beautiful. I am planning a an anniversary trip to Italy with my wife and 
since she doesn't listen to the podcast, I'm good with that. <laughs> I would say hopefully it's not a surprise, but yeah. And I understand that the two of you, you and Ian, just bought a boat? We did. <laughs> what, what, what's the name of the boat? We have decided to name her the Black Pearl. Oh, that's, that's pretty a clever. Pirates of the Caribbean. Disney. Yes, exactly. And it, and it's black with a red stripe, so it's perfect. So you, you spend a lot of time on the boat, social distancing from the world. Is that right? That's exactly right. I don't blame we you. really are loving it. Tom would like a boat like that. Then he could dress up like a pirate. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, so <laughs> one other thing about you, you've got two black Labradors, correct? Yeah, they're black lab mixes, both of them, yeah. Named Max and Meredith. Yes. This is verging on weird now. I think that's that's probably all I have right now. But one Thankfully. more. But I have a joke about a lab. Okay. You ready? Let's do this. So you went through all of that to get to your, that well, was the setup for the joke. That's a segue. That was, that was a very long setup for Love probably Andy, a, bad, a bad joke. Andy, what do you call a Labrador that becomes a magician? Ooh, I would really like to think about this for a while, but because, you know. We're, we're on time constraints. Do. <laughs> I don't know, Tom. It's a Labracadabrador. <laughs> See, oh, we, that was we, a, we I'm thought, taking back control now. <laughs> what's, what's about to happen? That's, that's, that's not about. Thank you for joining us today, Andy. Yeah. We, uh, <laughs> we promise it gets way less creepy as we move ahead. And, and, you know, all right, one final tidbit. Something about the pampered chef is in your past. Do you have anything like that? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I've actually sold three different direct sales team things as a military spouse. And the first one was actually not pampered chef. It was stamping up when I used to do some rubber stamping. But, yeah, <laughs> pampered chef was the longest one that I was actually active with. I did it for three and a half years. And I did a lot of cooking in front of other people. <laughs> It was right. fun though. I enjoyed it. My kitchen is decked out even decades later. Yeah. I'm telling you the food choppers where it's at with Pampered Chef. Mm -hmm. Yep. So now, we are going to somehow gracefully transition yeah. into what Let's do that. poor Andia is here to actually talk to us about today. Okay. Sorry. I know. I'm worried she may hang up on us. <laughs> She's a good Not sport. On purpose. <laughs> yes. So we are grateful that you have endured your introduction. And to start with, we are wanting to know if you can help our listeners understand what AMBA does and how it supports banking institution. I mean, Tom and I understand AMBA and he's got a long history with Armed Forces Bank and working with AMBA, but help our audience understand a little bit better, please. Yeah, absolutely. So AMBA, as you all defined earlier, is the Association of Military Banks of America. We are a not-for-profit trade organization for military banks. So this includes banks that are located on military installations and those off the installation, but supporting military and veteran communities. We are a small but mighty team at AMBA and pride ourselves in our ability to partner and collaborate. When you only have three employees, that's what you have to do to be effective. So we liaison with the Department of Defense, the services, federal regulators, other banking trade organizations, federal agencies, and many more military and veteran support organizations. We support our member banks by understanding and being plugged into the landscape of military financial readiness. And along with all of those organizations <laughs> that I just listed. <laughs> and then on the flip side of that too, we, we tend to sort of provide a consulting role to all of those different organizations too, both personally and professionally regarding the military financial challenges and military culture to all those organizations. So, yeah, You also have a little bit of a past with Airman and Family Readiness Center and you're 
in your illustrious career too. And that's something that we as banks and and sure credit unions around the country that are on those installations work with those organizations to provide much needed financial education to service members and their families, right? Yeah, absolutely. That partnership with those, you know, family readiness centers, whether it be airmen and family readiness or military family readiness centers, as they're called on joint basing and fleet and family support and army community service, those right. those partnerships are just really vital to getting the public private partnerships, you know, the the actual products and services that folks need along with the education that they need. Correct. So I feel like I'm getting to the punchline here for our whole podcast episode with you, but Andy, why don't you tell our listeners what kind of memberships you offer and how one can become a member, whether it's a financial institution or, or beyond that? Yeah, absolutely. So military banks is kind of a general term. So our member banks that are part of our association have within their mission a focus on military and veteran customers. So we really have two core memberships, which is a regular membership and associate membership. So our regular member banks are banks who physically support the community by having banking centers or ATM services or both on an installation, much like Armed Forces Bank. And your footprint is the biggest of all of the military banks on Instagram. So I've heard. Yep. So you've heard. <laughs> through, so you know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so our associate member banks are those that are outside the gates of the installation, but support, like I was saying, the military and veteran community in many other ways. And then we also have corporate memberships and individual memberships. So those are both a little bit different. And all of that information can be found at ambahq.org. So ambahq.org. Okay. We're going to probably keep plugging that website along the way, but thank you for that answer about membership. Yep, definitely. And Andy, I know this is something we're involved with here at Armed Forces Bank, but can you talk a little bit about the Veterans Benefit Banking Program? Yes also known as VBP. Another acronym. I know. And that's a, that's a hard one to say. There's a lot of... <laughs> yeah. I, I can be blamed for that. I was at the table when we came up with that. So <laughs> y'all can blame me for the VBP. Yeah. You can have a do-over later. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So I'm so glad you asked about it. It has a very special place in my heart. So in the fall of 2019, the AMBA team met with the VA and we worked on developing this program. And this really came from an issue that the VA had identified. So at that time, what they told us was there was more than 250,000 veterans who were unbanked, which they considered un or underbanked if they were receiving their monetary benefits from the VA by a prepaid card or paper check. So there were concerns that were voiced to the VA, not not only about like non-receipt of paper checks, which is a huge issue, but also about the prepaid debit card program. And so the VA and AMBA came together and developed this partnership. And we put this program together that would essentially serve as a bridge between banks and the VA. And we called it the Veterans Benefits Banking Program or VBBP, which of course I've been saying it for two and a half years. So it rolls right off my tongue. <laughs> yeah. hey, you didn't have to count in your head like I did. <laughs> <laughs> the number of bees. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So these participating financial institutions have made a commitment to provide a free checking account with no minimum balance to veterans who bring a qualified monthly deposit to the bank or credit union. So when we began VBBP, we just had four banks. We set up the website and we launched it on December 17th. And I know that of 2019. <laughs> I know that because it was my daughter's birthday. 
And that was just about eight weeks after we met with VA. So it was a whirlwind. Within a few weeks, we added credit unions and then more banks to the program, including Armed Forces Bank, which came on board in February of 2020, so shortly after launch. And Tom, thank you. We worked together closely on that. And now we've grown to more than 40 banks and credit unions as part of that program. I say more than because we've got two that we're working on onboarding right now. And then in February of this year, as we were chatting with VA, we kind of realized that you know, maybe we could do more with the program. There were lots of things that were coming up as we were talking about banking these veterans and getting them the support and products and services they need. And so what we did is AMBA partnered with a couple of organizations and we added financial and credit counseling and then financial education called VetSense to VBBP. So AMBA partnered with the National Foundation for Credit Counseling, the Association for Financial Counseling and Planning Education, and the Military Family Advisory Network. And veterans can access the free credit or financial counseling and VetSense on the website at veteransbenefitsbanking.org. And I encourage them to do so. (laughs) Yeah. Another great link to a great site, to a great program. I know when you started that back in in December of 19 too, it was something you never would have realized that it would be as big as it's getting today. 40 institutions was a lot more than I thought you had today. So thanks for sharing that. And now you're expanding it to sort of an educational touch. That's even more important for our veterans out there. I know you've worked, Andia, with a lot of different nonprofit organizations, as you and I have talked over the years. Can you tell us about one in particular, FINRA? There's another acronym. I know this is. You know what FINRA is? I do. No, I'm not asking you, Andy. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to let our guest answer. All right. Well, yeah, I think okay, right, she can. So the FINRA <laughs> Foundation Military Spouse Fellowship Program, assisting service members and their families. Take a little bit to do an, an infomercial about that organization. I would love to. So the FINRA Foundation Military Spouse Fellowship Program is so, it's such a long title again. <laughs> it's very official. We didn't shorten that one too much other than FINRA but I'm so happy you asked me about it. So I really, it's funny, you know, hindsight's 2020, and I always just really credit the Finner Foundation Fellowship Program for sort of launching my career. I wasn't real sure what I wanted to do. And so this was something that just sort of guided me in the right direction. And yeah, it's just a, it's a phenomenal program. So let me tell you about it. So the Finner Foundation awards this competitive fellowship to a cohort of military spouses each year. So each fellow will work with AFCPE to earn their accredited financial counselor certification or AFC. There we go with our acronyms. Yep. I was awarded the FINRA Foundation Fellowship in 2010 and I completed my experience hours and coursework and tests because back then there were two in 2011 and that was right before our sixth PCS move. So the best thing about this fellowship program is their focus on the military and veteran community. So not only do these spouses gain a nationally recognized portable certification, but they already know and understand the military community, the culture, the life we lead. So they now are getting the financial counseling skills to give back to their communities to help others on their way to financial wellness. It's almost like she knew what our next question was going to be about. uh, So we we should not ask it. (laughs) 
Well, I would tell you though. So at one point in my prior life, I, I too was an accredited financial counselor from AFCPE wow. back when there were two tests. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember the test? Scantron test or just? No, they weren't like fill in the blank with it. Wasn't multiple choice. <laughs> I think we had computers by then. Okay. So. Yeah. <laughs> Hard to believe, isn't it? Yeah. You know, so. But no, that that's fantastic. It was a good good certification, and it wasn't one where you could just breeze in and take the. I mean, people actually invest time and energy to to gain that accreditation. So that's fantastic. How about we move on to financial counseling and education? Let's do that. We've we've talked about a couple of websites, Andrea, where where people can go and find some reputable financial education materials or resources out there. But why don't you tell the audience, since you've been in, in this space for many years where a veteran or a military member can go to get really some services about financial education. Yeah. So I'm just going to reiterate what I already said, just because we I kind of breezed through it quickly, but we do offer through veteransbenefitsbanking.org, the free financial and credit counseling. And again, those are with certified credit counselors and accredited financial counselors. So these are certified professionals that are working with veterans to provide these services. So I just want to sort of reiterate that a little bit. And then also vetsense.org, which you can get through the veteransbenefitsbanking.org website, or you can just go straight to vetsense.org. So that's kind of on the veteran side of the house where you can get really plugged in to those, you know, veteran specific education and counseling services. But then the military community, there's a plethora of places that you yeah, can go. There are. Yeah, not only, you know, the banks and credit unions on the installations, which are a great source of financial education, but also, like we talked about before, the Family Readiness Centers, they offer financial education classes as well as one-on-one counseling appointments with those AFCs as well. So coming back to that accredited financial counselor certification, and then there's also Military One Source. So if you're not near an installation, or if you'd rather just do it online or over the phone, you can reach out to financial counselors on Military One Source as well. And then not so long ago, the DOD started a website called FINRED. So F-I-N-R-E-D dot learning.gov. And this is a plethora. There I go with that word again. But I, really I know. Like it's it's, it's good, multi-syllabic. It's Keep using it. I, I, yeah. like yeah. it. I like plethora. So there's... <laughs> It sounds a little better than there's tons and tons of it. A super lot of, (laughs) but it's a great resource. And I, and I tend to send people there a lot, or I go there and pull little bits of information out for financial resources. And then if I can plug the armed forces financial guide, can I do that? Absolutely. Great. So the information is available. Again, I'm going way back to the beginning of the podcast when I talked about ambahq.org, which is the AMBA website. And you can actually find the Armed Forces Financial Guide and all the information about that. So we do have links on there to either the e-publication, which you can download on a digital device, or to Amazon, where you can buy the physical book. And then our banks like Armed Forces and our other member banks can actually get on there and find the information out about purchasing that for their customers if they want to. It has been updated for 2021 and the digital version has been updated for 2022. And it's an amazing guide. It really is. I absolutely love it. I turn to it often. I've handed it to my daughter and her friends in ROTC and I'm like, (laughs) please read this. I, I have a 
a hard copy publication of that. And I agree with you, resourceful-wise, information-wise, that everybody can benefit from it. Even if you're not in the military, you can benefit from it. But it's got a plethora of information. <laughs> well played. But yeah. but it cover, categorically, it covers so much that military service members need to know. And it's, it is a great resource for them. And I would encourage people to do I can't really put a plug on a podcast to a, a book or an author, but I will. But that is a, it's a really good book. It really is. It's laid out so, so well, and it's easy yeah. to understand. And I think that's the just the brilliant part about it. It's really easy to reference if you're looking for something very specific also. That's great. And we know where to find it. Mm-hmm. Yes. AmbaHQ.org. There we go. I, I want to switch gears just a tiny bit, Andia. We've talked about the veteran, and I think some of the resources that you've shared with us would apply to military spouses too. But I'm really curious to understand any connections you've got with military spouse employment affiliations. That's something kind of near and dear to our hearts here. You know, we we have a lot of military spouses in our retail branches across the country. We partner with MSEP, as, as you're probably aware, but would love to hear about the connections you might have with such organizations. Yeah. So you kind of kind of stole my thunder a little bit because that was the oh. one I was most familiar with, which she is does the military that. spouse mm-hmm. employment partnership or MSEP, which I still feel like a lot of people are not aware about uh, uh, of the program and not. Yeah, involved. I would agree. Yep. So it originally started as the Army Spouse Employment Program and our partnership, and it grew to be DOD wide very quickly. I think they realized <laughs> what it could do. And so DOD kind of took it over from the Army. So MSEP is not only national, but also local partnerships with organizations and businesses who hire military spouses. And to be an active partner, the business must must actually have open jobs to fill, which I think is fantastic. So, but with that being said, I'm going to caveat that by saying that AMBA has been a member since 2019. But on a side note, 33% of our staff are military spouses. Excellent. Now, I'm going to go ahead and give you a little math lesson here. So remember what I said at the very beginning that we Uh are a small but mighty team of three people? Yeah. So that that 33%, yeah, it's me. It's me. <laughs> you should have seen Tom's face when you said you were going to make so him do math. Though. Like was, his head popped off a little I bit. I was thinking about going to Nerdle on that website. Yeah, and doing there was math smoke coming out his ears for a second. This. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't difficult. <laughs> <laughs> so as you can tell, like AMBA doesn't really fit into that open jobs category. But what we do as a trade association is share this opportunity with our members. Of course, Armed Forces Bank, as you mentioned, has been a proud originating partner, I believe, in MSEP. Correct. Yeah. Back in 2010. Yeah. Yes. Very awesome. So, yeah. So, and I do know that Hiring Our Heroes has a spouse section Mm -hmm. as well. I don't know a lot about that program. I'm more plugged into MSEP. So I would just encourage your listeners definitely to to look around. Hiring Our Heroes is, is definitely, and that's run by the Chamber of Commerce. And so, all over the country, I think would be a really great resource for folks to look into as well. Thank you. You also, again, back to your history, you were in the early stages of Military Saves as well, too. And we, as you know, we had a guest from Military Saves in one of our earlier editions. And that seems to be you have a passion for financial education. And that's probably why you pursued getting your MBA in that area. So thank you for having that passion. Yes, that is definitely a passion of mine, for sure. I love Military Saves, America Saves. They do some really great work. And and on the on the horizon is Veteran Saves. So huh? an eye out for that. I, I heard that. There was a so rumor going on around first. that. We need our breaking news 
music <laughs> again. They already put out a press release, so I'm not really like All right. <laughs> anything. When's it when's the official date for that availability? I'm gonna say that I'm not hundred percent sure. So that is we are working as a partnership with the Consumer Federation of America, who operates America Saves in partnership also with the Defense Credit Union Council on that. And so I believe the idea is to launch along with Military Saves Week in 2023, but please okay. do not me to that. I won't. Well, it's memorialized here, so we're I know. good. We're going to promote it as an exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> Andy just said, that's what happens. Yes, you heard it here first. Andy, as we get to the finish line here, is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners today about AMBA or any other nonprofits? with which you work that would be a benefit to our listeners. And again, I at, at your AMBA conferences, we know we've got a lot of nonprofits that attend, nonprofits that support your organization and, and usually are part of panels and talk about all the good things they do in the military community. But are, are there a couple others you want to single out for our audience? Well, I think what I'll do is actually just single out a couple ways to find them. So you know, there are tens of thousands. I think the last I heard was over 40,000 nonprofits that support military and veterans wow. and their families. And, and you know, that also includes, you know, caregivers and survivors. And there's so much out there that I think it's really hard to like file through all of it. So two of the organizations that I know of that really make this sort of match between organization and needs are Code of Support and Veterans Plus. And I think they do a really excellent job. And I, I got to be honest, I'm not going to spot off their URLs because I don't know them, but you could just Google search Code of Support and Veterans Plus first thing okay. that pops up. But both of those organizations, like I said, do a really great job of sort of filtering through. And I, I know specifically with, with Veterans Plus, there's can be kind of a heavy lift on the intake side. And that's because they work with organizations also that can be very specific. Like you have to be part of this conflict. You have to be a woman. This has to be your age. You have to be enlisted or you have to be an officer. And so this intake form can really help veterans, et cetera, find those very specific needs that they've got. And as you know, when you fund as a bank, I'm sure you do a lot of funding community organizations. And some of them are so niche with what they serve, that it's hard to, for them to even connect with their audience. And so I think organizations like Code of Support and Veterans Plus can really help that connection. So that was just sort of my gift that I would share with filtering through those 40,000 organizations. Yeah. Or it could be a long episode. Know, if we like, kept talking and about. we are now going to read them alphabetically. World's longest podcast. Yes. Oh my God. That that is great information to share. And yeah, there certainly are a lot of organizations that do a lot of great work out there. Most definitely. Well, are we at the end of our. We are. So you've stuck it out this long, Andy. We're going to ask you to hang in for just a couple more minutes (laughs) because now we're going to play a game. We do this. I know you've listened to some of our other podcasts. We are going to play Military Minute. Last week, our guest was from Park University. And the question was, what year was Park University founded? Do you know the answer, Tom? Yes. What was the answer? 1875. You're so smart. Gold, I know. Yeah. Gold check mark for you. But so now we're going to shift gears and talk about this week's Military Minute. And this one is kind of interesting. I'm very curious about its origins. I suspect it. I don't know where it came from, but I'm a little worried about whoever provided it. 
which insect <laughs> assisted in the aerodynamics of the F-117 fighter jet? <laughs> Who knows these research. things? research. I don't know. Who knows? Does Google know? No. Ugh, crazy. Andy knows. <laughs> but don't answer. But don't if you, answer if you actually do know, don't answer. Yeah. And if you can say aerodynamics very fast five times, you win a prize too. The answer next week, or if you want to jump onto our Facebook and Instagram account to answer, you know the drill. You'll get a chance to win $50 for you and $50 to a charity of your choice. We may give you a stuffed insect that looks like whatever it is. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> thank you again, Andia, for, from AMBA for spending time with us today. You've been a real sport with she has. some of the goings She's on in this particular next. podcast. Yeah. I'm exhausted. Yes. Therapies next. We'll pay for it. But please do for our audience, pay attention to some of the websites that she mentioned. We'll try and include those in our episode notes, but ambahq.org veteransbenefitbanking.org. It sounded like there were links on those sites to, to branch out and, and learn more about some of the other opportunities she shared with us. Yeah. But we really appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. I enjoyed it immensely. <laughs> and one final comment. If you enjoyed today's episode, go out to afbank.com and subscribe to the show. Also make sure to rate us, leave us a comment on your favorite podcast platform, such as Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Andy, well done. Good job. Thank you. Copyright 2022 Armed Forces Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. All non-Armed Forces Bank-owned apps, websites, company names, and product names are trademarks or registered trademarks of their respective owners. Their mention does not imply any affiliation with or endorsement by Armed Forces Bank of them or their products and services. They are merely used as examples of the many available apps, companies, and websites that offer similar services. Before using any app or website, you should carefully review the terms of use, data collection, and privacy policy. Apps may have an initial cost or in-application purchase features. This information is general in nature and is not intended to be legal, tax, or financial advice. Although Armed Forces Bank believes this information to be accurate, it cannot ensure that it could change. Statements or opinions of individuals referenced herein are their own, not Armed Forces Bank. Consult an appropriate professional concerning your specific situation and respective governing bodies for applicable laws, such as IRS.gov for current tax law, Armed Forces Bank, the Armed Forces Bank logo, and the Militarily Speaking logo are registered trademarks of Armed Forces Bank.